<laughs> so, uh, so I wore these shoes from, I would say, 2018 up until just recently when we get to chapter three <laughs> of the day. So I was wearing them, but I like never felt good about it. And our friend Janet has always said that shoes have a certain energy to them and that you have to be careful thrifting shoes, particularly. Um, Janet doesn't know what a podcast is, so she won't hear this. Nicole telling us all about bad Dansko energy this week on Serious Offers Only. Okay, well, I have thought about this, and as I told you, I wore my Danskos all day in preparation. So, I'm really ready. Wow, all day, huh? Like around, so... Well, they're kind of loud deep way around the house, actually, and it would disturb my neighbors. So oh, I, I tried that, and then I went on a walk, but I fell like twice. Because <laughs> the thing about dance goes, even though they're one of my shoes of choice, um, and they're you know approved by white staff and medical staff everywhere, is the thing people don't tell you is that you like roll your ankle, you know, every third time you wear them minimum. <laughs> But for you, um, you did this twice in one day. No, well, you f- you fully fell down twice in one day. More like a tr- two trips. Okay. It wasn't a full face plant. It was a stumble. Mm-hmm. Whom amongst us doesn't occasionally stumble? Very true. You could have done um, it in any shoes, probably. More, I knew it was likely, though. <laughs> So you'd say you you feel like you're more likely to stumble in these than other shoes? Yeah, which is why I'm not quite sure they're like one of three shoes I have brand loyalty to. Hmm. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Uh, So what are the most stumble-resistant shoes in your closet? Oh. I have a pair of Doc Martens. Hmm that I just feel like I can do anything in them. Oh, okay. And I sh- it's almost like I only wear them if I feel like shit's going to go down, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, if I might have to run from someone. If you might have to run, <laughs> you put on your heaviest boots. Just because I feel like, you know, a good pair of boots, you can do anything, you know? Sure. So these are your go-tos if, like, uh, they're in your bug-out bag. Things are going rough. Um, maybe... I don't know. You gotta, you gotta leave the country for a little while, or at least cross county lines. You're going for the Doc Martens. Yeah, definitely. They're okay. water resistant. I feel like I guess when I whenever I think about who I could have to run from, like the immediate mm-hmm. is the police, but yeah. I don't really know what I would do. And then the second one is always <laughs> public transportation authorities because I've been like flirting with not paying fares on <laughs> public transportation for my entire life. <laughs> Wow, this is this is unexpected. Because when you said public transportation, then you said authorities. But when you said public transportation, I was imagining. Because I don't, I don't think this will. I think it's fair to say you are sometimes, let's say, overbooked in your life. Maybe juggling mm-hmm. lots of things, and so that puts you on a let's say a tight schedule. So I was imagining you were talking not about running from a bus driver but running desperately to catch a bus that you're not really on time for. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, 
<laughs> you know, that's happened a lot too. Yeah. But you're going the other way. You're saying they, they're parking the bus. Bus driver is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not getting uh-huh. away with this again. And then there's a, there's a busload of people and they're just like, what, what's, what's going on? Well, I would run for the bus in any shoes and have. Mm, yeah. But I've only run from bus authorities in boots. And it's only happened once. Well, you're going to go ahead and share that with me, I think. Huh? <laughs> well, so when I studied abroad in Rome, when I was 20 years old, oh, I bought a bus ticket so this is every a, month. This is an Italian uh, bus incident. Okay, that makes more yeah. sense. It makes more sense already, but please go ahead. Yeah, and then I, um, you know, I... Uh, I uh, I bought like the the ticket or not the ticket the pass every month like I was supposed to and then I was yeah. like no one's ever looked and I've been riding it for two months now like what am I doing so I just kind of stopped buying it um, and then I remember being on this bus once and uh, you know for some reason I was kind of paying attention and like the police got on and even though like Italy is a shit show as you know as someone who's been there the police there are pretty scary <laughs> So somebody got on and I was like, oh, this is like people like there's a noticeable like chill in the air. Uh, side and then note, it was I like, think Italy is a wonderful country. I think it's great. It's, but anyway, car- I, carry on. Well, it's it's broken in many ways. It's like I mean, your mail a... doesn't leave or come to you. OK, so it's it's so it's like America, but the food is better. OK, sign me up. Oh, it's way better. Yeah. Plus you have health care. And OK, um... yeah, not not really. Yeah, not really making much of a case for uh, <laughs> Italy being broken. But carry on. Well, it was me and some other person who seemed to not be Italian born. I would say, like me and maybe a man from a Middle Eastern country, I couldn't really tell who, like, sort of alerted me. Like, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, I saw him, like, make this face of, like, uh-oh. And then I kind of clustered by the door by him. And when the next stop came, we both got off and ran. And I was wearing a pair of boots. Do you think it was strictly necessary to run? Yeah, I think it probably, looking back, <laughs> made it more suspicious. <laughs> But also not like, oh, she was just getting off at her stop, but rather like why well, I was already off the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So in in your mind, though, the only reason to pay for a bus pass is to avoid uh, getting um, getting getting uh, getting hassled by the, the bus cops. Huh? That's the only reason. We're really getting into some moral murky waters here. This is one of my um, my great hypocrisies is that mm. I love and support public transportation. Go on. In theory. <laughs> <laughs> With my dollar where it actually counts. Right. Oh, it's been... Well, like in Seattle, I had a bus transfer collection, Alden. I was part of the Facebook group, Today's Seattle Bus Transfer where they told you what the bus transfer was for the day because I was really poor at the time. And I would like, um, I would, you know, I would figure out what the, I would just save them all. And then I would get on and see other people doing the same thing and then found the whole Facebook group for just a whole community really. Wow. Um, but I had been caught several times with that where I tried to put like my thumb over the J cause I had like a pink D but not a pink J and you have to make sure you have the right length too. So I had like a whole recipe box that they were organized into so this it's shameful because I really do support public transportation with my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but 
not my actions or money. Um, but several times I had people like angels come off the bus and like give me their old bus transfer when I didn't have any money to pay for the bus and wasn't sure what I was going to do. It happened at least two times that someone got off and was like, you need this. Yeah. So I just doing a quick Google statutes of limitations <laughs> on bus crimes, Seattle. Uh, I am out of state at this point. Rome. Um, oh, it's, Rome Statute of the International Criminal Court is I I didn't I, I'm gonna have to figure this out later. I didn't quite get the info I wanted. Well, I've got a lot of content related to the dance ghost. I guess we should get this off the ground. It's a three part story, I think. It starts with a problem that I have that I think will come up on this show regularly, which is that if I get something for a good deal, then I think that that's the amount. Like, that's what it's worth, Mm -hmm. and I should never pay more than that. Right. Right, so it's led to some problems. And in this case, it was some problems with the dance goes. So I was at a party once, and someone there had the same size feet that I had. I don't know how that came up. Like, I think I complimented their shoes, and they were like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, trying to get rid of some dance goes. Would you want some? And I was like, yes, actually, I I do. I don't have any, and I would have been mean to try them out. And she was like, yeah, I'll just, like, you know, give them to our mutual friend. Like, I don't know, like, ten bucks a pair? And I was like, yeah, great. So I got two pairs of dance goes each for $10, and they're, like, a $150 shoe, I think. Um, And they were perfect. They were, like, a dark red i loved them they were exactly the right size and i paid so little for them that i just felt all this joy every time i wore them um sure and did you wear them to any more of these like foot parties you're going to <laughs> relatedly everyone's uh, talking our... their, about their shoe sh- shoe sizes and comparing feet and all that stuff is that is that or is this just related a story uh, yeah. yeah special fourth chapter i guess Cut is cool. that our <laughs> Our mutual friend and old boss, Liz, was also a dance go wearer, and she went to a party in Boston once where she took off her, da- her shoes at the door, and everyone else had taken off their shoes, too, and at the end of the night, she went to go put her shoes on, and someone had also worn dance goes, but um, they had taken hers, mm. not knowing, and they were, like, exactly the same, except that theirs were a half-size smaller so this person walked off and she was a half size too big which was fine for them and they probably didn't notice and then liz couldn't wear the ones that are half size too small really sucked that's terrible i uh one time i went bowling and realized a guy i was bowling with just wore his bowling shoes out and and uh, and and i asked about that and he's like oh yeah i always i always whenever i go bowling i just wear my worst shoes (laughs) Just in case I get kind of a new bowl. And yeah, these are great. So yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's the person people warn you about. Every time where they're like, they have all the signs about making sure to trade back in your shoes. I'm like, who's doing this? Who's wearing the bowling shoes out? This, to whom is this an upgrade? Uh, Nicole, I was, I was sort of trying to entrap you there. Um, <laughs> just in case that, that story <laughs> resonated with you, maybe for some reason. <laughs> But it didn't. So that's good. That's good. You passed that uh, that shrewdly laid trap. I have tried it with rock climbing shoes, but it's... yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to, like, to yeah. walk on regular ground like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, well, so you got you went to a shoe party, and you got a fantastic deal 
on some secondhand Dansko brand clogs. It was actually a pampered chef party, and I just I didn't buy anything there. <laughs> I did a side deal. For the, is that the true? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it was kind of believable, right? So you got these the great deal on these shoes, and now forever you think that they should be worth only ten dollars in the used market. Right. So chapter two, I then need a new pair of dance clothes because eventually they wear out. You know, it just it's a bummer. So. I'm thinking of just like all these other chapters as we go, but I, it's okay. I'm going to try to focus. Um, so chapter two, I am like, all right, I need to get a new pair of dance goes. I don't want to buy a new pair. I'm, you know, just keeping my eyes open at all the thrift stores in Seattle, of which there are many good thrift stores, not seeing any, just, so I, that's kind of the thing is, you know, I think we're both, we're in the long game, you know? So like, I, I sometimes don't find something for years Yeah. and that's fine. Not, I'm rarely in an emergency, and I luckily have the money that if I am, I can buy the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was just kind of keeping my eyes open. Then eventually I was like, you know, it's not happening. But there is this guy that sells dance goes at the Fremont Market. Um, and to set the scene for people, Alden knows the Fremont Market well. Uh, but it's like this flea market in the Fremont neighborhood of Seattle that existed on the street right by the chocolate factory. And working there on Sundays was just like absolute hell. Um, and yeah, do you have any thoughts you want to share with people on the Fremont market? The Fremont market? Well, I'm trying to think of what, if anything, I ever bought there. It was always like the the stalls that were not food or produce. They always seemed just like one one step away from something you might want, but never anything you might want. Is how I felt about it. Like, be like, oh, that's so cool that that guy is selling typewriters. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm going to buy a typewriter, but it's cool for them. I think the only thing no, I, I think you're right. The only thing I can ever think of having bought there was um great purchase. I bought an an old wool um uh blanket, like a nice like a uh, green plaid that became uh the my household stadium blanket. So when we were going to a very cold sporting event, throw that blanket in, you know. And that was back when um we had all of our problems were smaller, and so people were still worried about bed bugs. So I remember being like very concerned about potential bed bugs in this uh, this vintage blanket, and that that feels so very quaint now. Mm-hmm. I'm still not like hoping for bed bugs, though. You know, I, I also am not hoping for them, but just in my list of concerns, it's not anywhere. It's not top five anymore. It's true. Yeah. So then, okay. So, uh, where was I with this? So I would go to the Fremont market when I worked on Sundays and I would kind of like walk around and normally regret that I did so. But I knew from these walkthroughs that there was a guy there that sold dance goes. Mm. What I'd meant to do earlier in the show was introduce the, um, the cultural background of everybody I talked about so that when I talked about this guy, maybe being French, um, it seemed like, oh, she's just been sharing, you know. So I guess I just retroactively want to say when I was at this pampered chef party, um, there was an American girl who sold me her dance goes for $10 and our American friend Liz, who has Spanish citizenship also. So I just so people know that I'm not anti-French in any way. <laughs> So oh, I just okay. want to say there's a French man. She does at the not Fremont have market. permission to do like a crazy Pepe Le Pew accent now. 
She has not earned that. Uh, she's hearing this. This is not a. This is. I'm. I'm saying this live. This is not me covering my bases for the future. I don't know if her plan is to do like a Pepe Le Pew style accent, but um, I'm. I have my concerns. Well, I'm hoping in the mixing afterwards, you can just kind of like put that um, that effect on. Oh yeah. You know. But, yeah. Put the. Let, let me just get that that slider. That slider up here, the French slider. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, okay, so I went to the Fremont Market with the express purpose of being like, all right, I'm going to support the Dansko man. It's going to be more than $10, but I'm going to buy the damn Danskos. Got to do it. So his run, like going rate was like 30 or 35 bucks. And he sold like pretty much just Danskos and Birkenstocks, which I know you like Birkenstocks too, actually. And I also like Birkenstocks. So they had like, you know, they're all spread out on some blankets. And I go up, like looking, you know, they've got them organized by size. And I find my size, 39 European. And uh, I'm like, these, you know, these are good enough. Like, I don't feel great about this, but I got $30 cash out. Like, I need a new pair of dance goes. I'm doing it. And the guy, the reason I don't feel great about it is the guy has just always been kind of a jerk. Um which is also why it's important that it doesn't matter where he's from <laughs> or what accent I'm not going to do. I love seeing you process this because like you're just now remembering like you made such a, you, you, you spent like a full minute getting your out to like explaining that this guy is French and then you circle back and you're like, and he's a huge jerk. What, why? What, what, what does he do? What? T- give me an example. Well, he just never seemed to, like, give a shit. Like, I know that you as a salesperson also, like, I'm not of, like, the customer's always first and right, you know? Like, we should be really nice to people. But he was, like, really unnice. (laughs) Where you'd be like, oh, how much are these shoes? And he would kind of, like, stare at you for too long or kind of, like, look off (laughs) into the distance. Like, it wasn't even, like, that he didn't care about making a sales. Like, he didn't care that you were there at all. Like, I love this guy. Oh, you should go pay him a visit. Yeah. Um, Get some some dance goes. Yeah, he just kind of had a a not great look and demeanor all Mm. around. Mm. So... Mm. I'm like not feeling good about giving the guy my money, but I do it. So I buy the dance goes and then like no sooner have I done this, pick up the clogs, ready to go. Some like eight or nine year old kid is walking by and just like trips onto the blanket full of shoes, like a face plant falls all over the shoes. And the man just like stands up and just starts like yelling at the kid. It's like really ugly. (laughs) And the kid's upset. And I just immediately feel like gross about it. I'm like, damn it. Like I already kind of thought this guy was terrible. And now here he is yelling at this kid. So then you're you're basically funding his child yelling habit. He's going to spend the worst habit someone could have. He's going to spend all that money immediately on yelling at children. You know, we vote with our dollar. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, so I wore these shoes from, I would say 2018 up until just recently when we get to chapter three mm. of the day. So I was wearing them, but I like never felt good about it. And our friend Janet has always said that shoes have a certain energy to them and that you have to be careful thrifting shoes. Oh, particularly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Janet doesn't know what a podcast is, so she won't hear this. 
<laughs> but also you're endorsing this attitude. So you're, you're well, not it's just really... always kind of stuck with me, you know, mm, like yeah. you just, I'm not as discerning about the advice I take as you are. I just kind of have like yeah. a picnic basket full of like, yeah, mm-hmm. that could be true. Yeah. <laughs> but what you're basically, you're, I love how you brought that up. Like, I don't, I don't want her to hear me bad mouthing this idea of hers that I effectively agree with and am uh, encouraging others to agree with. I do you feel like shoes have an energy for you? Yeah, totally. I've imbued okay, them with my energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, people do say about dance clothes that you shouldn't buy them used because they form to your foot or something. But I think that's just, you know, the industrial dance go complex no no yeah it's it's true they sort of they start to take on the attitudes of their (laughs) their owner and so if uh if you wear the wrong dance goes you'll end up like doing say petty public transit crimes uh that i've just heard i've heard, heard stories like this well you know i interestingly before getting those dance goes i don't I don't think I'd ever confit. <laughs> I hadn't committed a public transit crime on Seattle. So maybe you're right. I was possessed. It's like. Wait, I thought all your. Oh, yeah. The, the, the transfers. Yeah, the transfers. Got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah this, so the shoes effectively mm-hmm. made me do it, I guess I'm, is what I'm saying. It's, it's, I guess we haven't ridden the bus too often with each other because, like, it is one of the things I sort of, well, I'm going to put this in, I'm going to have to announce my scare quotes because this is a podcast. One of the things I miss about, um, oh, you can't see me there. One of the things I miss about um, mm-hmm. hanging out with you is like the rummage for the, for the coupon. Um, and <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 I got, I got this. I, I got, I got a quarter off on this exact thing. Um, uh so I would definitely have remembered if you ever were like rooting through your, your various transfers in my presence. You know, I feel like I'm smart enough to know that you would judge me for that and that I would probably avoid, you know, just avoid the squint that you might give me. Fair. And maybe even my, I think that my fear of your judgment might win out even over my cheapness. Mm. I don't, I barely even, you, I probably, you could have just made up something. I barely understand how bus transfers work. I have a strict rule where it's like, if I can't get there on one bus, I'm just staying home. <laughs> That's the rule. Well, we mostly biked places together That's or true. you like walked and then I biked there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, part three. Okay. So you, but you've got bad, en- you think you've got bad energy from these dance goes is what you're saying but was wearing them for years anyway yeah. and mm-hmm. then just recently as you know i'm pretty active in the local buy nothing group oh i know um yeah and we talk about it and just share things and when alden joined i told him like it's great but also it's terrible and mm-hmm. it's going to bring out like the best and worst of humanity and i can't wait to you know just watch you get angry about this but also mm-hmm. just see the joys yeah you know the fruits it brings up um so i gave away a bunch of stuff and do you want me to go into this whole thing about the snow globe and shit? I don't. I mean, it's funny <laughs> probably, right? I mean, it's probably pretty funny. It's like, I guess. I, I don't remember stuff. the snow globe, but it sounds... Oh, yeah, I do want to hear. But yeah, it, yeah, I do want the snow globe. Yeah, now I remember it. Uh, okay. 
so I will get back to the dance goes. Yeah. Um, and it all it all connects in the greater meaning of the universe, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But so I, I gave away a bunch of stuff and somebody responds immediately to a bunch of the posts and is like, she private messaged me and says like, hey, I want that like Inspire necklace, the mini food processor, um, the picture frame and that Jesus snow globe. And I'm like, okay. And she said, you're going to need to drop them off. And that's like not usually how buy nothing works. <laughs> Normally, like you arrange pickup. Yeah. And people yeah. don't say it like presumptuously. They're not like, oh, it's a couch. Like, could you drop the couch? You know, like, mm-hmm. like they ask maybe. Um, but I had seen this person on the buy nothing group before. And I was like, it seems like her life's kind of rough. And also like, if I just drop them off, then like they're, they're out of my, yeah out of my world you know so i look her up her address and i'm like it's a nine minute walk and i tell her that i'm like oh it looks like it's a nine minute walk meaning like that's a nine minute walk you could make in this direction <laughs> as opposed to me making in that direction she does not take the hint and is like great drop them off great <laughs> so, i'll see you in nine minutes <laughs> so i drop them off and then I get home a few hours later. I'm like looking later and I see that I've gotten a message from her that just says, did you already give away the snow globe? And I was like, what? And I, and I'm like, no, I thought I gave her the snow globe. And then I realized like the bag was pretty heavy from the mini food processor. And I just like, didn't really think about it. And I still had the snow globe in my possession and was like, Oh, sorry about that. I'm like suddenly apologizing and being like, like, I forgot their order or something. Yeah. Please. I'm begging like I was you. the delivery person that yeah. was like, oh, my God, your breadsticks. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah, I'll give you a free discount for the next time. Oh, wait. Exactly. This is already free. So I go and I the next day bring the snow globe and she happens to be leaving at the same time. And my friend who I'm with is like, oh, don't you want to say hi? And I was like, I don't actually like normally I'm all about making connection. But I was like, mm, I just yeah. I get the feeling it's kind of a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. And I I don't need to do that so i leave the jesus snow globe by the door it's kind of out of my consciousness i tell you about it because i'm like this is ridiculous like but you know i i just dropped it off and you know i did it it's not like i told her i wasn't going to but then the universe comes back and rewards me uh by someone offering to give me a pair of dance goes that didn't fit them they had been chosen i guess as the recipient of the dance goes and like, you know, people seem want to do. They were a little greedy because the dance goes apparently weren't the right size for them at all. And then they picked someone else from the list when they realized the dance goes were a size too small. And they were like, oh, we, I saw that you wanted these. You still want them. And I was like, yeah, I do. So I went by her house and I got them and they're an upgrade. And I got to retire the other ones with the bad energy. Mm. And I got to use these that I feel like have good energy because they were gifted to me by someone who was re-gifting them serendipitously at the same time as me unnecessarily dropping this stuff off for this person. So it's like a, like a nice karma thing going on there. That's really nice. And that's the final story of the dance goes. How are they working out for you? Well, besides tripping in them twice today. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no crimes committed yet. Oh. Well, they, a pair of shoes, I feel like a pair of shoes isn't really yours until you've done a crime in them, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what crime know. should I do? That's when, you know, you and the shoes have really bonded. Um, um, I would say that any crime that I suggest to you 
my um, this this could be held up as evidence that I'm an accessory to the crime. Um, so what I am going to say is, Nicole, please don't do any crimes in in the shoes or um, or or not in the shoes. Wink. I'll I'll give you a chapter five next time, I guess. Thank you. Chapter five. I would love to hear other folks, uh, you know, estate sale and uh, thrift store triumphs, you know. So go ahead and share those with us. I think I'm going to take myself thrifting this weekend, though. So I'll have some things. Don't do it on my account. But yeah, you, you really should. It'll it's self-care, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you get really it. all I have. You get it. Well, thanks, Nicole. That was uh, I did, I had heard the, about the dance goes before, but not about fleeing the Italian uh, uh, transit police. So thank you so much for sharing that. Is this like a part of the show where you try to make me, com- you know, confess to a crime? No, because I don't somewhere think... in it. Yeah, I mean, obviously now it is, uh, but I don't think you have very many crimes to confess to. So, um, I think I think this show will sometimes involve you telling a story and then people being like, "Hmm, Nicole's kind of the villain of that story, isn't she?" <laughs> uh, when you think about it, that'll happen sometimes, but that's not necessarily a crime involved. I mean, I was just thinking that in these shoes so far, I've committed a lot of what I call the opposite of crimes. Which are like doing what good is the like opposite pick, of crime? Good things like picking up trash and stuff. But then I okay. think where I live is really in that in between of like not quite a crime a lot, like not even just like a huh. <laughs> yeah, Nicole sort of lives in the gray area, you know. Wow, wow, she's a she's like a side character. In like one of these colorful like like street characters in in like a noir, like ah, mm-hmm. detective comes to you and it's like Nicole will know about this. She 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 lives in that gray area between criminals and the law. Yeah, and I don't want to admit to not knowing things, so even yeah. if I don't know, yeah, I'm probably true. like yeah, I got a good guess. Nicole, she's neither law nor order, but some <laughs> third thing, <laughs> not featured on the show. Okay, I can't wait to hear what you uh, what you get this weekend. Oh, yeah, thanks, Alden. Can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Bye, Nicole. Bye. <laughs>